to another episode of ERA Talks. I'm Stephanie Tierney, the Membership Director and Podcast Coordinator for ERA. Today, I'm thrilled to have Jackie Maddox, President and Founder of Women in Electronics here with us today. Welcome, Jackie. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course. We're very excited to have you today. ERA is a big supporter of Women in Electronics. In fact, we are so excited that two of our staff members are now uh, members. We recently joined along uh, myself and Netta Simeonova, who is our communications director. And Netta has recently taken on the position of ERA liaison for Women in Electronics on your board, which is awesome and, and very fantastic. And I know she's really enjoying that. This is such a really cool experience for ERA and, uh, you know, being a woman myself. So uh, thank you again for allowing me to interview you today. I do want to dive into a couple questions and uh, we'll just get started. So my very first question for you, what was the motivation to start Women in Electronics? Were we, I might refer to it as we, as we uh, continue this interview. And what are the goals of your organization? How did everything kind of get started? Okay, so um, a little bit of the background. So I was in the industry for many years, worked as a rep for many, many years, originally started to tell you the truth, kind of from the ground up, I was literally counting parts on shelves (laughs) in the general line distributors. There was a company called Unger Sales, and they used to sell parts at these uh, radio enthusiast shops uh, up in LA and different areas. And I would stock the shelves and be able to see all the different parts that were represented. So that's really interesting. And Leon Unger was one of the original radio pioneers in the industry. And so anyway, I just started working my way up in the company and um, English Technical Sales had bought Unger Sales. I worked with them for many years. Tony English Sr. was one of my main mentors, loved him, uh, as well as Dave Sauerwald. He was an old timer, uh, radio pioneer as well. And then, of course, Cameron English ended up being president of English Technical. So I worked with that organization for a long time. And I just feel like I got really good experience as a rep. Southern California, I was the sales manager, distribution manager, had to work with a lot of distributors. I think we had about 55 distributor locations at that time. So I feel like it gave me a lot of good training on getting to know people, personalities, how you interact with one branch over another, and just a lot of great training, leadership and development type of training, because we did so many distributor trainings and I'd have to get creative. So I really feel like I had a really good base in the industry for many years. Um, And then I stepped out of the industry for a long period of time because I wanted to raise my three kids. My husband was traveling the world and it just worked out for me to be home uh, with the kids. So I did that for a number of years, got involved with school education, became very involved with that and um, got a lot of experience in, in, in that effort with a charter school. And really came back to the industry when it was time to come back to work and uh, went back to the same position, the same thing I had been doing before. Everything was the same. And it was just a bizarre experience to go to the executive conferences right when I picked back up again and really feeling like I was going to be the younger one this time. I was going to be, you know, there will probably be a lot of other females around. But when I started touring around again and going to all the events and the conferences, I was still one of the younger ones and I was still one of the only females, not like there were more there. I just was a little surprised that it seemed like things had remained the same. 
So that is really what sparked the idea for women in electronics was that experience and thinking, huh, I wonder if there's other people feeling how I'm feeling. I always had an excellent relationship with my male counterparts. Most of my mentors have all been men and, and sponsors, to tell you the truth, as well. So that wasn't an issue there. I don't feel like I ever had an issue as far as being discriminated against because I was a woman. I had a great experience, but I also wanted the feeling of aspiring to a woman who could be in a position that I wanted to aspire to. So that's really what sparked the idea for women in electronics. That's so wonderful. And I think, you know, as this industry continues to evolve and more and more people are getting involved and including more women, I think it is great to kind of have that story and and see where it's where it's gone and and where it is going actually. So thank you for sharing your story. I appreciate that. That does bring me to my next question. So where does we fit into the electronics industry? And I know you work so closely with our organization with ECIA. Where do you see that we kind of fits in? Well, I think we have our knit and our wheelhouse. So what where our lane is is gender diversity. So gender parity, actually, and inclusion. So there's so many components to the diversity issue. It's it's such a big topic. There's age diversity, there's ethnic. Our wheelhouse is gender parity. So that's where we tend to stay in our lane, where the industry as a whole, you know, obviously ECIA is that overall umbrella for the industry, looking at the channel and governing board type of issues. And ERA is focused on reps and interacting with the channel and everybody connecting the way that they need to, to be the most productive, a lot of best practices. And women in electronics is a matter of uniting the men and women and, and really focusing on that gender parity is, is really where our real house is. Oh, thank you so much for your explanation. And I do have another question for you. I've seen so much about this, and I'm very interested to hear from you. I know you're expanding into Europe. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yes. So... Basically, just to backtrack a little bit, though, um, I will, I think you originally asked me about our goals, and I don't think I properly addressed that. So first of all, I'll go back and address that. It leads me into the conversation about our expansion. So we originally started as, you know, just in the U.S., we always had a global vision in mind. Granted, COVID fast forwarded (laughs) that whole effort, but really our goals were set up to empower, advocate, develop, and celebrate women in the electronic component industry. So breaking that down, empowering women through the events we have, in particular, the chapter events, which what a great opportunity right now for virtual chapter events where people from all over can participate and you just have to kind of log on on your on your screen and you can participate. You don't have to travel. So it gives people more of an opportunity to connect with other professionals in a meaningful way. So the events help to empower us by the networking and the discussions we have and the problem solving we have. And then we go into advocate. So 
we as women need to be advocating for ourselves. I don't, this is an area I don't believe we've been trained up enough to advocate as properly for ourselves in a lot of areas, you know, pay, position, next level, making a plan for ourselves, a lot of different um, aspects of advocating for ourselves, but also to go out and get others to advocate for us. So we have our mentorship program that Monica Highfill helped put together along with the team of people that have come alongside to help uh, Sue Brault, who's in the industry, and Aubrey Nooney, who's helped a lot. Karen Prince originally helped with this effort as well. It, this has been a tremendous effort. And I have to say, it's one of the things I, I'm the most proud of with women in electronics because we finally have this avenue for women to connect through a mentorship program. And typically women do a more formalized program, whereas men tend to gravitate to informal. So this has been one of the disparities, I would say, because it has maybe halted us a little bit that we haven't participated in as much informal programs. So I I think it's really critical and important to understand that formalized mentorship programs are really essential along with those informal mentorships as well. So we've created one that literally connects the industry. Initially thinking just in the U.S., now in this mentorship program, we have people in Europe participating. We have men participating. So it's super exciting. And at this point with women in electronics, we have men that are joining our organization. That is a a newer thing developing that men are wanting to show their support. They're wanting to uh, hop on our training calls and see what we're learning about so then they can lead their teams better. So it's super exciting to see all the growth coming And that leads me to developing. So that was one of our goals as well. Our leadership training and development program it provides a lot of leadership training that men or women can participate in, but in, we, we really do focus on the issues for women leaders because we do face certain issues that we need to be aware of, develop ourselves, and just be conscious of. So we're very excited about our program. We feel like it's highly effective. We've received a lot of great response to it. It's leadership development infused with inclusion and diversity. It's all about checking yourself, knowing yourself, combining professional and personal development. So you bring your best self forward into the professional environment. We believe at Women Electronics, you need to merge the two because separating it, it doesn't set you up for the best that you can be. So anyway, we believe in really knowing yourself, knowing your strengths or weaknesses so you can develop your team accordingly. We're adding a business acumen training that I'm super excited about because this is one area we believe that a lot of women can develop because as we're not being informally mentored through our career journeys, typically we're losing some of that business acumen. So we're putting a program together that will launch Q1 of 2021 for business acumen training. So stay tuned for that. And then finally, celebrate. Celebrate is our, our fourth goal. And it's it's not the least, though. It's very important for women to celebrate each other, not compete with each other, and to know that when one woman rises, we all rise together. So this is an important aspect of women electronics is making sure that we are encouraging each other and supporting each other in our career journeys. 
And ultimately, the goal of the organization, our mission statement, is to develop the talent of the women in the electronic component industry. And as we're doing that, to unite with our male counterparts. So if any word that I could say that to think of when you think of women in electronics is unity. So we really want to unite with our male counterparts. We never want to divide because we have certain strengths we bring to the table. Our male counterparts have their certain strengths they bring to the table. Merging those two together is the magic. That's the zone we want to be in. So anyway, so those are our goals that lead us into what you had asked about with the global program. We're finding this is a global issue, um, just like the unity I talked about. The issues we have here in the United States are the same issues as in Europe and Asia and Mexico, you name it. We hear from women all over. So we're going to take these goals and spread them around the, the globe, basically. So this is super exciting. We're happy to help and, and to unite, especially now in the current climate we have. Unity is so important that anywhere, anyhow, anytime you can unite instead of divide, that is something we should be doing. So for our part and women in electronics to be able to participate in a program or offer a program globally that will unite men and women to then help rise up our industry and grow our industry is super exciting. That is so exciting. Thank you so much for explaining all that. And I love how you mentioned, you know, unity rising together, that one of your goals is set to celebrate. Uh, that, that really is important and that it's not a competition. It's really about bringing your best self forward along with, you know, kind of rising together within that unity. So again, thank you very much for that. I, I do appreciate that. So you kind of talked about the goals of women in electronics um, itself. But what are you seeing for 2020 and for 2021? I know there's been, you know, so much has changed uh, in the last few months with the pandemic, but there's still a lot of growing to do too. So can you let me know what's uh, what's going on within the next few months and even the next year? Okay. Well, that's a great question. You know what I'm learning to do, Stephanie, is to make a plan, but yet pivot as needed. And I think that this whole pandemic has taught so many leaders that being agile and pivoting quickly is very necessary. So while we have some plans and some goals for expansion and a lot of different things we want to do, we don't know what's to come, right? And so I really, at this point, am taking it quarter by quarter. And as we need to add things, as we need to change things, we will do that. We're going to stay agile. We're going to grow. We're going to progress. We're going to stay relevant. And what some of those changes are, to tell you the truth, what's in store for us in 2021, I actually don't know all those answers. So I can't quite answer exactly. I can only tell you that our goal for 2021 is to grow our memberships is to get more sponsors, so more companies in the industry to come alongside and sponsor us and partner with us and to reach the globe more. So we'll probably expand or the plan is to expand into Mexico, Canada, potentially Asia. We have a, a lot more people in those areas who are starting to reach out more and more. And especially since we're launching Europe, there's a lot more excitement, interest in that area across the globe. So that's the best I can tell you. We're going to be adding more training and development programs. That's our wheelhouse. That's our focus 
is to get as much training out there as possible and to obviously keep perfecting our mentorship program that's already going incredibly well, but to keep going with that. So those are our main goals for 2021. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. And I know there's been some talk in the industry about the certain organizations, certain leaders kind of coming together and kind of working on an industry uh, university initiative. Is that something that you're seeing in the next couple months, next year, kind of depending on what's going on with the state of the world? Yeah. So basically we rounded up Walter Tobin, you know, at ERA and David Loftus at ECIA, along with Debbie Conyers, along with some other leaders. Michael Knight has been very instrumental in the industry. He goes out on behalf of TTI and speaks to a lot of colleges. And so we pulled him into to say, hey, what do you think of this? Should we create an industry-wide presentation that everybody can offer? And how it all started was I have a relationship with UCI, uh, University of Irvine, uh, right here in California. And we decided mutually that we would present, we would work with UCI on an industry basis instead of just an individual company basis. And this is something they had never done. It's, it's, it's a new kind of model that we're talking about together. So that's why I decided to go and round up some of these industry leaders to say, what should we do to present to this college, but use that as a pilot And then from there, go out to many colleges to recruit. So we'll see how this goes. To tell you the truth, this is a a very fresh, very new in the making. Uh, We have the Women in Electronics Conference coming up November 10th. Um, It's a virtual conference. It's, uh, I believe, from 8 to 3, something like that. Anybody listening, please attend the Women in Electronics Conference. But... After the conference, um, I'm quite buried in conference tasks at the moment, but we will be really putting a team in place to get that initiative going. And part of it will be addressing our industry as far as what our end products are, how exciting the industry is, elevating the industry to an excitement level, not making it so boring about just little parts. It's really about what do we accomplish as an industry? If you look at the innovation, you look at the exciting products, you look at the relationships, it's a great industry to get into. And so we just need to present it as such. So that's what we'll be working on after the conference. That is so exciting. And thank you for getting into that as well. Well, I want to thank you so much, Jackie, for being on this episode of ERA Talks. Uh, It was a really interesting discussion, and I'm very proud to have you here with me today. So again, thank you. For those that are listening, be sure to check out ERA.org for more events, resources, and membership information. Chat soon. 